Today's podcast is sponsored by The Morning Navigator, a daily newsletter written by Tony Greer, who is a 30-year veteran trader in the financial markets. I think it's important to be responsible with your personal finances and investments, and it's hard to do that without understanding the markets. Now this is where The Morning Navigator fills a specific need for me. If you're looking for actionable trade ideas or simply to educate yourself about the markets, then The Morning Navigator will help you to do both. It's an interesting, informative, and amusing daily read. Now, a subscription to The Morning Navigator normally costs $60 a month or $650 per year. However, my listeners can go to tgmacro.com, sign up for a free one-week trial, and apply the code ZUBY, Z-U-B-Y, at checkout for a discount of either $10 off the $60 a month subscription or $100 off the $650 annual subscription. As you can infer, the annual subscription is a better deal. Either one is a win when it comes to understanding the global markets and managing your personal investments. So once again, you can sign up today for a free trial at tgmacro.com. tgmacro.com. Go check it out. I am the man, sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Do for the fam, not for the grand, stunt me destined for pain. I do not front, I do not scam, put some respect on my name. Sick like a rain, click and I bang. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world? I would like to welcome you back to the Real Talk with Zuby podcast. Now, on today's episode, we have got on a well-known YouTuber. Her name is Arielle Scarcella. So welcome to the show, Arielle. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored, as always. So, uh, <laughs> <That sounds good. laughs> so I've just done like a super brief intro there, but why don't you let my listeners know a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a lesbian. A basic lesbian, because <laughs> now, nowadays you have to be like 10 other labels, right, to be, to be relevant. But no, I'm just a basic lesbian. Um, I've been making content on YouTube for 10 years. Um, and over the past five years, I would say I became more about LGBT and not just the L. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started branching out, and you know, now I start covering more, quote, controversial topics, which is probably how you found me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I stand up for my my first concern is always is always women. So okay. I stand up for females, and then of course I get hate for it. <laughs> but that's okay. where I'm at right now. Okay, awesome. So I've I've got a couple of I've got a couple of questions there. The first thing that struck my mind, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna speak out on what what touched my mind is I noticed that the first thing, of course, you said there is that you're a lesbian, which mm-hmm. I know you are. Um, I am curious, in a sense, as to why that would be the first core or sort of primary thing about yourself that you'd bring up? Is that based on, on your work or is that just sort of how you feel that it's something that you sort of primarily identify with? Both. I mean, my work is like my life right now. Sure. I I don't have a relationship. I'm not, I'm single. Um, and most of the time, even when I do go out, you Mm -hmm. know, if, if I go to an event or something, it's usually an LGBT focused event. And that's not because, LGBT people are obsessed with being gay. It's because mm. we like being around people that understand us, you know. And we, it, I mean, most of us do eventually want to find a partner. Sure. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I mentioned it. Just I mentioned that I'm a lesbian because that's the, that's what my content, you know, yeah, revolves yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no, not like it's, I it's, like meet meet somebody yeah. and I'm like, hey, I'm Ariel, I'm a lesbian. They're like, okay. I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm, I usually say, like, I'm, I'm Italian. I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm generally curious as to what sort of features or things about someone they sort of choose to bring to the forefront 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you even see it in like social media bios and stuff, right? Some people. Oh my angry. God. Yeah. Some but those annoy me. <laughs> like mine, I feel like I have to say it because it's my business. Okay. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Like I have to say it, like I say it, like empower women, empowerment, LGBT, rational LGBT. I think I changed it. Yeah. Want to hear a funny story? Go ahead. So I don't know if you know who Tara Babcock is. She's another YouTuber, like um, more sexually explicit. I love her stuff. She's hilarious. Straight mm-hmm. girl. Um, and she's in the, out in Las Vegas and I went to hang out with her. And my friend Paige, who's an adult film star, was an adult film star. And I had never met either of them, but I, I had been friends with Paige for like two years now. Um, and Paige showed Tara. She's like, oh, this girl, you know, she's a lesbian. She's coming in. She would, she would love to make videos with us, you know, about, you know, sex positivity, body positivity, you know, women, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I had ideas that I wanted to film with them about stuff. Um, and Tara didn't know who I was. And she checked me out. And when I met her, she was like, Oh my God, I'm so glad that you're, you're not one of those crazy LGBT people, you know, like the SJWs. She's like, yeah. I saw, I saw LGBT and women empowerment in your bio on Twitter. And I automatically assumed you were one of those crazy people. And, I was like, <laughs> and, and that, that was honestly the last straw that prompted me to make that video that went viral. Oh, like, interesting. I don't, yeah. Like that okay. was the last straw. I don't mention that in the video, but yeah, yeah. when, when I can't even say LGBT anymore mm. without people assuming that I'm part of that crazy cult. Yeah. You know, like I'm a, I'm a free thinker. Like I, I'm an independent thinker. Mm-hmm. I don't like most of what the left is saying these days. Yeah. Some no, of it, obviously, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that, that's, really, that's really interesting because I am not somebody who tries to, like, I don't, I don't like labeling myself. So I, I don't, on any of my bios, I'll put in what I do. Like, you know, I'm a rapper, mm-hmm. I'm a podcaster, I'm an author, I'm a public speaker. But I don't put in like my religion, my politics, my views on this, my views on that. Like I don't put all that stuff up front. You know, if people follow me for a while or they listen to my podcast or they get to know me, all of that stuff will come out the woodwork and I'm not shy about it. But um, like I was saying earlier, yeah, I just think it's interesting because and what, one of the reasons I avoid doing that is I think sort of what you're feeling, which is that whether positive or negative, people have their prejudices and their stereotypes and things they've experienced. For example, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of, um, there's something I coined on the Joe Rogan podcast, which is called hashtag Zuby's razor. And that is that if someone has their pronouns in their Twitter bio, then there's like, avoid at all costs. Yeah. There's like a 99% chance that they're, they're just going to say, Oh, um, 100%. And I, and I don't want, I like, I don't want that to be true, but it, but it always is. reinforces itself. It, every it, time, every yeah. time. That's why I don't have mine in my, like, I don't yeah. have phone in my bio. Like, to me, it, I understand the point of trying to normalize it, right? Mm. Because not everybody that's trans passes, unfortunately, right? Some people do it, you know, they start to transition years in their 40s, and they're and usually they're not going to pass. You know, I have sure. a friend that's, that's, that's a trans woman, she doesn't pass. For her, it would be helpful to put she, her. So it's like, oh, okay, like, I get it. Even mm. though she looks, doesn't look, quote, like a woman, you know, sure. she, she puts that in to help people understand her. And um, other people are doing that to normalize it, to not single, you know, trans people out. Mm -hmm. But it also becomes annoying. And I think Blair White said it best. It's like, oh, no, no, it was a contrapoints. She's like, I don't want to go into every situation announcing my pronouns. Like, what was the point of me transitioning in the first place? (laughs) Yeah. You know, and and I get that. It's like, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. But the the pronoun thing. It it, it is weird because there's also this authoritarian streak around it, right? of trying to mm-hmm. control other people's language. I mean, one point yeah. that never seems to get brought up on the whole pronoun, pronoun thing is that if you're speaking to somebody, you don't use their pronouns anyway. 
right? So Correct. to me, it's even a weirder form of language control because you're trying to control not even what people are saying to you, but if they're speaking about you in a about group setting or to somebody else, yeah, right? in a third person setting, it's like trying to control that when you may not even be part of the conversation. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you saw, I don't know when you started following me, but I mean, I got, I got temporarily suspended off Twitter a couple of weeks ago because someone said something and I said, okay, dude. Okay, dude. Yeah. And <laughs> I, saw that. I, yeah, I, 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 saw I didn't even know who I was responding to. I just said it like, yeah, whatever. I wasn't, that I didn't even know thing, that dude was a gendered term. No, no. The whole thing I was don't just think so, it is. the whole thing was just so bizarre and it wasn't even, it, I don't know. I, I could talk about that for a while. But it does seem like in that case and a lot of others, people are, you know, really weaponizing a lot of this stuff. It seems like that's what's sort of been happening to you as well, is that- 100%. Yeah, it's, there are people who certainly, I think, do have good intentions. Maybe the way they're going about things isn't the way that I think that they should. But there do also seem to be, I don't know the percentage, but there do seem to be a lot of people, especially the loud people and the type who will put it in their Twitter bio. And it does seem to be a sort of weaponization and a way to sort of control and also punish other people if they don't go along with exactly what mm-hmm. rules you want them to. And these rules seem to be changing every every couple every of days. I, I, I can't. Yeah, every- I, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not remotely part of this world, but as someone who gets attacked by that world a lot. Um, especially over the past year, you know, which so, is really funny because you're black. So you already have like some oppression points, right? Uh, you, <laughs> you, you think they would go so. a little easier on you, yeah, but, but uh, you are male and you are assumingly straight. So what is it? The, uh, you the don't straight, have oppression points in that. <laughs> exactly. What was that thing? The straight black men are the new straight white, the white men. men of white, the white of, men, of the whatever. White <laughs> oh my God. But that's true. I saw you mention that. <laughs> but it's true. It's like these people. Okay. Like the whole thing that you were saying, it's like, they are obsessed yeah. with being the most woke and and the the most morally superior. And when we say that, we mean, you know, you know, everybody is valid, everybody's accepted, everybody is beautiful. But it's like sometimes they're not, though. <laughs> you know, sometimes people are <laughs> people, yeah. and you got to call them out. You know, and sometimes, you know, like the, the the healthy at every size. Like I don't agree with that movement completely either. I'm not going to say that publicly. No, it's not true. I'm not going to say it publicly. Like you can put this in the the podcast, (laughs) but like publicly on my channel, I'm not going to say it yet because I don't want to hurt people's feelings because I know a lot of women have body insecurities and I don't think me being like, well, that's not, you know, it doesn't offer anything positive to the conversation. So instead of saying how bad that idea is, what I'll do is I highlight people that are doing it how I think is right. Okay. You know, like I, I had a friend that has, um, uh, Ellers Danlos syndrome, and she has like her skin. She's 27 years old. She looks like she's 80. Okay. Her skin just, it, it, yeah, it like literally like looks like it's falling off of her. Yeah. But she's a beautiful woman, sure. and she stands for body. That's body positivity. Mm, like mm. it's 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 she's healthy, but she can't do anything about what is happening to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. As as a someone who's really really into health and fitness, the whole body positivity, fat acceptance thing, I do. Okay, let me not mix the two up because I think that they are two different things. Mm-hmm. I think that they they get conflated. That's true. But um, the whole sort of celebrating and glorifying of obesity thing, I find really disturbing. And it's not something that for any sort of political correctness points, I'm willing to back down on because, you know, people need... Um, one thing that's really concerning with a lot of stuff that's going on right now in the modern Western world is this sort of 
one, people trying to control each other's thoughts and speech and language and everything, mm -hmm. but then also the people trying to force others to totally deny facts or totally suspend reality, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the, that's where it really disturbs me. It's, it's like, well, you, whether or not you like a fact, a fact is a fact, right? It, it's a fact that being obese shortens people's lifespan, makes them, gives them more risk of heart disease, certain types of cancer, um, di diabetes, like there, we, we know the facts. Right. Just like we know the facts with smoking. We know the facts if you're shooting heroin every weekend. So <laughs> this idea that you're, you can't say this fact because it might upset some people. On one hand, I get where people are coming from, and you can certainly state things in a way that's not intentionally abrasive, but to totally deny it and say, oh, no, you can be healthy at any size. You know, oh, there's no, there's no link between obesity and not be. I'm like, that is a, that's a lie. And it's not just a lie. It's a lie that actually people are saying people. like me telling the facts is going to get people killed. I'm like, you no, you lying to people is going to get people killed, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's, yeah. that's the crazy part of it. But people want to criticize the person who tells the truth. And that seems to be happening. Oh, 100%. And that's, that's you and me. Like I, yeah, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I, f I feel like that's the big thing right now. It's like, you know, you, you're right. Like they're trying to police people's language. They're trying to control every every scenario that you th that you could think of like who was it recently that the, the Pete Buttigieg mm. um you know nothing is good enough for these people or they say even he's not he, gay enough? him yeah he wasn't gay enough <laughs> it's like why because he was white and because he was like a little bit more masculine of center like like masculine like, of center. that's what they say I know, I know the, like well because he was like I know it's so dumb, but that's what they would say. It's like, okay. but it makes sense. Like that term doesn't bother me too much because okay. he's saying like he's less feminine. He's more you know masculine gay dude, I think anyway from what I saw of him. Yeah. But like, like he's not gay enough. He's not queer enough. Nothing is good enough for these people. Like when I did that panel in Sydney, Australia, that got that got canceled. Well, it got banned from Sydney Mardi Gras because quote I was transphobic. I'm a transphobe, not because the panel is, was actually isn't, isn't transphobic everybody? or anything. According to them, even yeah. trans people are transphobic. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I'll tell you what. You know, I want. Oh, I'll that's what it was. That's what it no, was. Go ahead. I got it. Go ahead. I got it. Sorry. There, there wasn't enough diversity on, 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 um, even on our panel. Even though it was the only, it was supposed to be the only lesbian event, which is sad in itself, right? Mm -hmm. You have LGBT pride, and there's only one lesbian event, and it was a panel. Mm -hmm. Okay, it wasn't even a party. Mm -hmm. um and even our and they were telling us that we weren't diverse enough it's like how about we just let the lesbians have their one little event and leave them the hell alone no but even when we had a more diverse panel people were still bitching they were it like well how come there's not a trans lesbian we were like there is <laughs> well how come there's not a disabled lesbian how come there's yeah. not a black lesbian and my the girl that put they the should have brought on, me on yeah, you could be like, didn't you identify as a woman for a little bit or something? Yeah, I, that's when my career like really sort of spiked upwards, in fact. Did it really? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, people I started mean, hating on you for that. But oh, it's like, boy. listen, you're pointing out the faults in the system. Yeah. That's Yo, really what you're doing. You're not making fun of trans people. You're no, saying my, this is a bad way of going about things <laughs> is really what you're saying. Look, my, my deadlift tweet, I mean, before I tweeted that, I had 19,000 followers on Twitter and I've now gained 200,000 since identifying as a woman. So, I mean... <laughs> everyone who doesn't think female privilege is real. I mean, that's something that, uh, 
I highly yeah, recommend I mean, show it. Show a little people. tit and then you're going to get another few thousand followers. I, I didn't, I didn't do that because I didn't want to reinforce any gender stereotypes. That's true. Some that's people true. were like, you should have worn makeup. You should have worn a dress. I was like, no, you bigots. No, I bigots. am stunning and beautiful as I am. Some people are like, you should have shaved off your beard. I was like, no, you know, why should Some why women should I? have beards. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like two, <laughs> like two women have beards. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I am really, I am really curious uh, on your part here because I did post up a tweet which went sort of viral a couple of weeks ago where I said that in this decade, all sane people are going to become inverted commas conservative. And I think that is truly, truly going to happen because I think it's with already lo- happening. Yeah, with a lot of the stuff that's going on and continually seeing people like waking up, a lot of people who previously would have been more associated with being more left of center is they're suddenly finding themselves. It's like this whole thing's just shifted. And maybe they, their own positions haven't moved much, but they are now finding themselves having more stuff in common with like conservatives and libertarians and oh my god, I'm hanging. I'm, yeah. It's true. Yeah, like I'm hanging out with this guy tomorrow. Well, tomorrow or the next day on Friday, I think. Um, and we're gonna like shoot guns. And I'm not like I'm not necessarily <laughs> pro gun. Yeah. I'm not like I don't even like I don't even I've never even shot a gun. I don't know. What oh, you'll love it. On. You'll love it. But like. I think it's important because we always say like, okay, these people need to understand us. They need to listen to us. Well, maybe we need to listen to them. Yeah. And that's the point of me going out there and, and like, we're going to probably shoot a video and it's probably going to be called like lesbian meets conservative. <laughs> I, like, I don't know, like something. Yeah. And even if it doesn't get a lot of views, like it's the point, right? Mm. We, we have to, you know, there, there's such a big divide in the, mm. in the, the U S and a bush, especially in the UK. It's from the what UK I understand too, yeah. too. It's even yeah. worse. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so much of a divide between like quote conservatives and liberals mm. and somebody recently just told me about like the horseshoe thing oh yeah and how like the true. supreme the i was like oh my god this is accurate because so for people that don't, don't uh people that are listening that don't know what i'm talking about there's like a horseshoe um like graph i guess you call it and it says you know the, the people in the center are at the top of the horseshoe and as you go down mm-hmm. on either side you, and you get to the bottom you know you get to the left and the right and those are actually way closer than people would assume. Yeah. And it's it's true because you know the extreme right people are homophobic and the extreme left people are becoming homophobic. Mm-hmm. It's kind no, of wild. They're, they're very racist too, I'll tell you that off the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um like in the opposite way that you would expect, like they're racist oh, against oh, white people. Oh, they're racist <laughs> against black people too. Are they? Oh gosh. Well, if you don't if you don't go along with what they're saying. Oh right? my gosh. I mean, I've, exp- I've been talking about this for like over a decade and I feel like people now finally get what I mean. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm not someone who's ever, ever shifted politically, like by UK and American standards, I would be mostly con- considered conservative mm-hmm. slash libertarian. Although I'm not mm-hmm. sort of, I'm not down the line on anything. I mean, I was born in England, grew up in Saudi Arabia. My family's from Nigeria in Saudi oh, Arabia wow. In Saudi Arabia. I'm like a, almost a progressive in Nigeria, I'm like a liberal. And then in the UK, people are like, oh, you're so conservative. And so to me, it's, oh, it's always kind of funny because my right, views right, are the right. same in every country, you right. know, which is mostly live and let live, generally sort of small government. You know, I've got a couple issues that I'm like pretty strong on, but generally, you know, I, th- I think that coalition, when I was saying that thing about people becoming sort of conservative just by being sane, is I think it's people who, who just uphold the same basic principles when when i say really fundamental principles i mean like freedom of speech i mean like mm-hmm. live and let live 
I mean, the ability to have a conversation and have a disagreement and not, you know, hurl insults and want to attack mm-hmm. the other person, whether that's physically, verbally, cancel them, get them to lose their jobs. Like, all oh, 100%. Stuff. Yeah. And I think, I think people are really are starting to wake up to this because when you see things that are happening in your country right now, I think they've, some of them have happened here too, but mostly in the UK from what I understand. People that are, you know, trans activists, and I say that like as a broad term because most of them aren't even trans, right? Sure. But these insane progressive liberal activists are, are attacking, literally attacking, like physical, physical assault, physically assaulting 60-year-old women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for having conversations in a basement in a library yeah. about how these new gender laws are going to affect women, yep. affect females. Like, how, how, that doesn't make any sense. And I think any sane person is going to be like, okay, like, why is this 20-year-old male who might be like gender fluid or something like fine yeah. do what you got to do why are you attacking a woman a 60 year old woman nonetheless yeah for simply like questioning how the law is changing and how yeah. it might not serve her anymore it just amazes me how you can flip the whole oppression hierarchy upside down by simply like identifying as a woman so you could be oh, like 100%. you could be like the straightest whitest malest person and mm-hmm. then you could just tomorrow just say that you're like a trans woman of color and suddenly you've just, you've just flipped the entire gained all the points. <laughs> yep. And you've you, gained all the points. You can, you can roll into women's changing rooms. You can beat them up in their sports. You can, <laughs> it's you can do whatever you want with impunity. And I just find that whole thing like incredible. I'm just looking at it like, wow, how, how, <laughs> how would people let this happen? It's, I really don't know how it happened to be honest. Mm. I think, I mean, part of me wants to like, part of me wants to believe that people meant well. But at the same time, I'm like, how do they think this is any good? Yeah, especially when you like see it, the stuff in sports so and prisons. That's and and when I talked about that, I got hate for you know for me claiming people were claiming that I was even more transphobic than I already was mm. because I was because I was positioning trans women and saying that they're that they're you know sex offenders and criminals and I'm like that's not what I said first of all but yeah some trans women might be criminals just like mm-hmm. some lesbians might be criminals, some gay guys, whatever. But the whole point of me making, I made a video call, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was about how these, these male sex offenders are, are identifying as women and sometimes, sometimes going on hormones, but not actually having any sex changes, like physically, um, like down there anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and being, you know, either resentenced or let out early or just, you know, uh, they'll, they'll go to uh, they'll be placed in women's prisons. And it's like, mm-hmm. how do people not see this as an issue? Yeah, it's so weird to me. I mean, it's so weird to me. I mean, I have a lot of criticisms of the last few decades of feminism in some some big ways. Um, but I find it really funny that over the past year, especially, I, I get involved in certain conversations and things. And I'm like, how am I? I'm the one who's being the actual feminist in a lot of these situations. <laughs> In a lot of these conversations, I'm like, for all my own criticisms, I'm the one who's like, draw, actually willing to draw some boundaries and be like, no, actually, that's not, that's not a good idea. That's not fair. Like, no, that's not cool. Like, I shouldn't be crazy. Yeah, sure. I did my deadlifting. But I mean, it it was so funny. I mean, I think you you didn't see my deadlifting until quite recently. But when it was blowing up, it was crazy. Because like, a lot of people, like 90% of people just thought it was hilarious. But then right. the people who wanted to be angry at me, it was sort of coming from two angles. So some people 
were like, hey, you're not really a woman. What you're doing is unfair towards women. Like you're right. not, you know, all that. And it's right, like, of course, <laughs> I'm looking and at then it the, like, uh, okay, you've kind of got the point, but also sort of missed it here. And then right, other right, exactly. people are like, oh, this guy's this, he's transphobic. He's this and that. And I'm like, well, I identified as a woman. You told me these are the rules. So right. how you're now the one who's being transphobic by your own you are. definition. So yeah. it was like, it was a really interesting thing just to sort of see all the different reactions and see how people responded to it. Oh, 100%. It was like when Trisha Paytas, uh, Paytas came out as transgender. Oh, yeah. And people were like, she's, she's not trans. <laughs> da, 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 da. And I'm like, by your definition, all, like, this is what you did. Like, yeah, you guys not? made this, that this is okay. Yeah. And do I think she's trans? No. Like, I, but, I, do a, I have a question. I mean, what this, this is going to sound, I mean, we're, we're at the stage where, where we need to sort of like redefine basic terms again in the Western world, yes. which also really weirds me out. But I mean, it, what does someone actually being trans, what does that, I mean, you, you, don't, you might not know the formal definition, but to mm -hmm. you, I mean, what does, that, what does that mean? I mean, what's the difference between someone just literally saying, oh, I, I identify as whatever, mm -hmm. and someone being legitimately trans? I mean, how... How do we know? How do you tell? Like, what are the lines? See, the reason this is so tricky is because it's mental <laughs> and you can't see what's going on in somebody's head necessarily. So how are you going to tell somebody that they don't feel that way? Right. Yeah. That's how people are able to take advantage of it. Um, if there was a way, I mean, there, there have been some studies that show that trans people's brains look different. You know, they look more similar to, like, if, it, if it's a trans woman, they look more, like, her brain will look more similar to mine. I thought I've been to told yours, that men, right? and, men and women don't have different brains. There's, there, well, no, I, <laughs> and that's true too, right? There's conflicting studies, but, but there's, like, a certain part of the brain or something that, yeah. that kind of looks the same. No, men, men and women do have different brains, but I'm saying. They do. Lot, from a lot of the same people, they're also the ones claiming that men and women have no brain differences. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just ridiculous because there are conflicting studies and I'm not like an yeah. expert on this. Um, but I have, I have seen friends of mine like suffering with, with dysphoria. Like, and sure. I know that they're not lying. So whatever it is, why I've, what, whatever the reason that it's happening, it, it is legitimate, at least for them, mm -hmm. I think. Um, and it's, it sucks, but sure. it doesn't. What was the original question you asked? What does trans mean? I think trans... Yeah, I mean, how do you... Uh, my question was, how do you tricky, separate yeah. the legitimate... The, the real from the one, versus okay. Like, the whatever. The fake ones. I, yeah. I think that... I think that they're... I, I think the only true way to be transgender is to have gender dysphoria. Mm -hmm. But, but, and this is a big but, it's an internal versus external experience, right? Mm -hmm. the sa in, in the same way that a lesbian... Like I was always a lesbian, okay. right? At least that's what I believe. But I was living, quote, a straight lifestyle. Like I tried dating men, but internally I knew I was living in a, le a lesbian experience. Still. Okay. I want to, I want to come back to that because that's interesting. Yeah. 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 And I, and I tried to be straight. So in the same way, I feel like it could be a trans person's experience, you know, if, if they're living as male, but know that they are a woman mm -hmm. and always felt, you know, slightly off that's that's one way to be trans that's internally transgender but when you actually go through the physical changes mm. and people start seeing you as the gender you identify as right yeah. that's a completely external experience so i think it's two different ways of ex two different things that we're talking about here yeah no I, th I think it's interesting because i mean firstly it's weird because it's so weird how considering how few trans people there are as a percentage of the population 
it's interesting everything's how in about the past sort of, yeah in the past sort of five to seven years this just becomes to has just become some new supposed civil rights frontier or something like that which which is odd i mean i think regardless of where people sit on the spectrum in my person like there's this idea that let me let me take a step back i think one problem that i find with a lot of modern day lefties is that they think that conservatives haven't moved since like the 1940s. So when they hear the word conservative, they're still thinking back to the people in like the 19, like 1950s conservatives or something. Right. That hate gays and don't Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I'm like, look, I'm, you look, there are, as we've already said, there are, there are bigots and intolerant people across the board. No question. Of course. But this sort of idea that, the average conservative in the UK or the USA is anti LGBT, whatever that means, or inverted commas, hates gay people or hates trans people. Or I'm like, what rock have you been living under under for the past 30 years? I mean, this is not, this is just not the case. I mean, you, will you have some people who are like, Hmm, I don't, I don't necessarily understand nor agree with nor approve of everything. Sure. But they're not going to like attack you or, totally malign it's like no like people will generally they could be the most sort of down the line conservative christian evangelical and you know they might be like hmm i don't agree with that but you know god bless you and i'll still treat you fairly that's exactly and that's and that, exactly that the really type the of yeah that's exactly the type of quote hate that i've gotten from <laughs> the right like if i got any hate in quotes yeah. again it was from you know, it was just from people being like, listen, I don't necessarily agree, you know, with gay marriage, but I don't think that people should take away, mm. you know, basic human rights. And it's like, okay, well, like to me, marriage is a basic human right, but, or at least like civil partnership, you know, in yeah. government sense, right? Yeah. We're not going to get into that. But like, yeah. that's like the worst hate that I got. Yeah. If, the, if we even consider that hateful. No, that's not, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should even call that hate. I just think yeah, that's but a, the left would call it hate. But for, yeah, for I think that's, most that's of the, the problem though. That's the problem, right? right? This exactly. idea that anything that, the idea that any disagreement is the result of some kind of hatred, I think that that burying, I don't really like to use these terms, the left, the right, the left, but mm. that's really what's going to sort of bury the left side of the political spectrum. Like this idea oh, that everything yeah. is rooted in hatred. Like It's amazing how mm -hmm. many things and how many groups of people and how many things like I apparently hate. I'm like, I, I know myself pretty well. <laughs> I know myself very well. And you know, I've got friends who are pretty much everything. And so mm -hmm. this idea of me sort of like hating any individual, let alone group, I'm just like, where is that coming from? It's just like, oh, you disagree with from? this thing. So it must be, it must be rooted in hate, you know? Oh, you don't want to mm -hmm. date someone who has a penis so that you must be, you must hate trans people. Oh, you mm -hmm. don't think um, a biologically born man should compete in women with women in boxing and MMA. So that's because you hate trans. It's like, no, like there are reasons people believe things that go, that have nothing to do with with hatred and a lot of it is just mm -hmm. based on you know fairness or what people think is right or wrong whether or not people agree right. or disagree yeah there was a i'm trying to remember the, as i'm talking i'm trying to remember the quote that i read the other day but it was it was something like the left constantly mixes up empathy like having empathy for somebody's situation versus actually um i can't remember the other the other word but it was there's, there's a difference between just feeling, feeling pity or feeling empathy for somebody's situation mm -hmm. and actually fighting, you know, not, not, I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I have no, to find okay. it, but it was so brilliant. I was okay. like, this is their issue. Mm. Um, 
they're, they're constantly thinking that everybody hates them. Yeah. And, and it's like, no, we just, we just disagree with you. We, we have empathy. Yeah. But we don't hate you because we disagree with you. Yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird. I mean, I, I've had conversations with people, again, mostly online because it's harder to misinterpret people so much in real life. But right. I remember having a conversation with someone not long ago, and we were kind of just talking about, um, we were talking about income tax. Okay. And again, I'm pretty libertarian, right? I think everyone should pay less taxes. I think that, I think that a flat income tax would be more fair, right? I don't think anybody, if that person is paying 20%, I don't think that person should be paying 50 or 60%, right? I think, well, mm -hmm. just make it, if you're going to have it, just make it like 25% across the board or whatever. And then this mm -hmm. person started talking to me about like how I hate poor people and how I want poor people to die. And I'm just like, they go from zero to a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> it happens so quick. I'm like, oh, dude, like, I mean, and it's even funnier because I'm, I'm like, so I'm like very pro charity too. So it's like extra funny. I'm just like, right. I'm, I'm like, like if you only knew, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, no, I, I'm just talking about what I think is fair or whatever. This, none of my beliefs or ideas are rooted in wanting people to die or, you know, oh, if you're pro-life, it's because you hate women and you want women to die. It's like, no, like I, it's the opposite. You don't want unborn babies, fetuses, whatever words you want to use, like you don't want human life to be taken. That's what it's rooted in. It's not rooted right. in wanting to control women's bodies and hating. It's like, that's such a, it's such a weird straw man. And I'm like, have you ever actually spoken to someone who holds these beliefs? Because really quickly, you will learn that that's not what it's rooted in. Um, just like right. I don't think that most people who are pro-choice is because they hate babies and they want to slaughter infants. It's like, no, like, Sometimes the situation calls for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, look, can we, can we at least sort of be fair with each other's positions here? Everyone's right. talking like, we, we need to heal the division. We need to unite. We don't want people being polarized and whatever. But at the same time, day by day, day after day, it's just sort of constantly misinterpreting people's positions on purpose, which seems to be quite malicious. Oh, yeah. It 100% is. People do that all the time. Yeah, they will. They will. They go like I like you said. Like I said, and like you, you're agreeing with like zero to one hundred in a second. Hmm. Even even if you like the, the new, there's a new term like turf adjacent. Even people that are <laughs> people that are associating with me are considered oh, yeah. turfs now. Oh, yeah, oh my course. god! Of course, of course, yeah. Uh, look, uh, look, you're talking to you're talking to a young black man who's been accused of being a white supremacist. So I can. Uh, oh my I can, god! I they can don't make any sense. <laughs> Like literally, like, and these, you know what the funniest thing about all of this is they, they, these kids are usually the ones that are the most privileged. Oh, of course. Of course. Like they sit at home all day, complain about everything. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, are they actually like in the forefront, like doing, like ma making any actual change or are they just complaining online? The fact that they don't have work or the fact that they're, they're, they're in school in these gender, gender studies classes is a, is a big privilege in itself. The fact mm -hmm. that they can afford school that they can afford to not work, assuming if they don't work, yeah. assuming that they don't work, they have all this time on their hands. That's the real privilege here. Yeah. That they're so educated or they're, they're, the fact that they can be educated enough mm -hmm. to see fault in the smallest things is a privilege in itself. And it's, it's a totally uniquely Western problem. And oh, 100%. Mostly, mostly the Anglosphere too, not even like all of the West. It's really much, it's very much UK- USA, Canada, Canada, Australia, That's it. New Zealand. That's it's, it. the, it's the English-speaking countries. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still sort of analyzing this a little bit, trying to work out what sort of happened over the last 10 years that has created this. I don't know, but I really don't think I want to be, I don't think that, I don't want to believe that I 
helped make this happen <laughs> because I was like, I was, I, I mean, I still consider myself liberal. Like I, obviously I'm like pro LGBT, you know, mm -hmm. to an extent though. Right. What does that mean? To an extent? It no, means no, that, no, sorry. Pro LGBT. What people say that, no. what does that mean? It means that, that I'm for gay, that are for gay rights, gay marriage. Like, I don't think that people should get kicked out of their homes for being kids should be kicked out of their homes for being gay. Does people, anybody, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. This is the, this I think is some, the thing. I think some people will, there are some states in the United States that people can be fired for being gay still. But does it happen? For LGBT. But does it happen? Um, it happens once in a while, but not, okay. not as, I have to look. I really don't know. But okay. I do know what happened to one of my friends years ago. Really? Just, um, just literally for, literally for that? Yes. Okay. And, and, and they're allowed to, because it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was Verizon or something. Like it was a private, mm. you know, private owned thing. And, you know, legally they're allowed to do that. But that kind of stuff, like. I, and as far as like trans rights, do I believe that trans people should be able to transition and change, like legally change their gender? Yes. But at the same time, like the line is being, there's not even a line anymore. Right. Mm. Um, and I get, I get the most hate for, for speaking out against quote against trans people, but really it's not against mm. anybody. It's just for women yeah, or sure. females. And, you know, there, there's, there's a line that needs to be drawn and say, listen, like, yes, you can be seen as a woman in society, but you are still biologically male in, in mm -hmm. many senses of, uh, you know, many, in many ways, Yeah, you know, so you, do you, if, if you're still presenting completely male, do you belong in women's sports? Do you belong in women's prisons? Like, no. Can you call yourself a lesbian? Yeah. But like, I don't think you should be speaking for lesbians. There's somebody mm -hmm. in the UK that was praised by Stonewall. Um, I think I saw this. Alex, Alex Drummond. I'm just going to say they, so I'm not completely misgendering them, but like okay. they, in their mind, they were, they said, Oh, I present female. Like, no, you don't. Not yeah. literally not one be, person walking like down the street on behalf of lesbians. They have a beard. Yes, literally. <laughs> literally have a beard. Like at least like border, like yeah. the, la the, the littlest thing that you could do. Yeah. The, 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 that's the that's the that's the least of your issues just like just yeah. shave your freaking beard it's you know? weird i mean again i'm not a feminist and to me and i'm obviously not a woman except when i identify as um <laughs> but i mean i find it i find i'm somewhat offended on behalf of women in some of these cases as well like, I'm, so I'm, I. Look, so am I. you know for for whatever my views on some of the excesses of, of modern day feminism are, I have a lot of respect and admiration for women and I recognize the difference between men and women, right? There's a lot of stuff that is pretty unique to men, which I think should be sort of highlighted and admired right. and uplifted by society. And there are also things that are totally unique to women, which should be admired and respected. I mean literally we are all born from women like i know women don't like to be reduced to just the uh you know pregnancy and giving birth thing which is not what i'm doing but i'm like look that's, no, I don't think you did. that's a superpower you 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 make people you make right. humans that like you you literally create a human being in your body and feed a human being with your body like that is Crazy. that's amazing and like everything that is involved in that it's weird like i'll say something like that and some people are like oh you're being a you're being sexist i'm like i'm like it's the opposite by the time my mom was my age she had five children oh jesus That's right i have no i have no kids yet i can't That's imagine a lot of kids. you know like, 
I'm, I'm looking at her now, now that I'm a bit older and I'm like, wow, like you're a superwoman. And you know, she's working and doing this and doing that. And, and I'm just like, whoa, you know, and I've got two sisters who also have kids. I've got sister-in-laws. I've got, I've got, I'm from a really big family. So I can very clearly see like, okay, these are like, there's a lot of overlap, but look, this is the stuff like the men do and that's admirable and they make these sacrifices. This is what the women do and this is admirable and they make these sacrifices. And I just find it so odd that society is trying to, I don't know, like downplay this or, or say that it's- They, they just, I think, yeah, I think people don't, don't like being put in boxes, but it's like, we're not putting you in a box. We're just acknowledging that biology plays a, a big part in a lot of this. It's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's not just nurture. No. A lot of it is nature. Um, I think that, you know, the people, there's, there's some people out there like, like crazy liberals, um, <laughs> in my opinion, that are, you know, raising their children as babies. Oh, gosh. And, and then they get upset when like the children naturally navigate <laughs> one way or the other. And it's like, it, there is a biological reason for this. Yes. Now, it, it's it, in, a weird, in a weird way, it's how I knew I was gay. Yeah. Because I didn't navigate, not that, not that like lesbians are men, that's not what I'm saying, right? It's the nurture versus nature. Like nature-wise, I, I was a woman. I didn't have any problem with that. But culture-wise, I navigated to more masculine things. Mm. And I think that's because, I, because culturally, I like, feel like I fit better with men. And it turns out it wasn't that I was a man. It was just because I liked women. And usually men like women. And that's kind of, you know, does that make, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, that makes total yourself. sense. No, that makes it, total it was sense. helpful for me. It was helpful, helpful to me and to a lot of the LGBT people that I know to see mm. a binary. I fit more on this side or this side, you know. I mean, isn't it, isn't it extra weird that, I mean, if you were growing up in this era, the thought that someone could see that and then be like, oh, this is actually a boy. So we need to transition. Like, that's, that's, it's I find the most the sexist thing, so, thing ever. I find the, yeah, this is the thing. I just find all, so many logical errors and hypocrisies and oxymorons in this whole thing. It's, it's like really you're, supposed to, you're supposed to believe, hold all of these conflicting beliefs at the same time. Yep. You're supposed to believe that men and women are fundamentally the same and they have the same strengths and weaknesses and interests and everything. But also a man can be a woman, a woman can be a man. You can also be non-binary or you can be fluid all of these different things, right? And then when it comes to, I don't know, what people call gender roles or gender stereotypes. So it's like, okay, right. well, if you have a, a feminine boy, he's actually, maybe he's actually a girl. A girl. Or you have maybe a tomboy. Yeah, right. you have a tomboy. You have a girl who likes to, you know, wrestle and play soccer. So, no, no, she's actually a boy. The whole thing to me is just like, really it's very odd. sexist it's very, very sexist there's a difference between not fitting into stereotypical gender roles and not feeling comfortable in the body that you were born as because technically gender dysphoria really what it is is sex dysphoria you feel uncomfortable in the sex that you were born as not the gender roles that you were assigned yeah because if that's the case then everybody would have gender dysphoria i would have gender dysphoria <laughs> because as a woman I'm, I'm supposed to like men and i don't Okay, so I'm not, yeah. conf I'm not conforming to the gender roles that I'm supposed to be. So do I, does that mean I have gender dysphoria? Like, no, it doesn't. Mm. It's, it's just the term. It's, it should be called sex dysphoria, but they call it gender dysphoria. That's true. I mean, do you differentiate between sex and gender? I'm old school. I don't. I, I use the terms um, totally interchangeably because I think part of this in, mess is this separation. Only in regards to trans people and, and quote, brains. Okay. Because I, like when I say gender, what I really mean is 
their gender identity. Does that make sense? It does. I just think that there's so yeah. much wordplay that goes on yeah. with this stuff. So I try to just speak very plainly and simply. Biolo- and not, biologically. Yeah, yeah, I try not to get no. involved into too many of the, of the games because then it, you, know, you have people trying to split sex and gender and gender roles and gender identity and gender expression and they all mean different things. And mm-hmm. I'm, look, I don't think that most things are binary, but this is like one of the few things where I'm like, look, this is a binary. Like, you could be the most feminine man in the world and you're still a man. You can be the most masculine butch woman in the world, but you're still, you're still a, a woman. And this isn't even uni- unique to humanity, right? This is just like right. an animal kingdom. You have male. I know what you're saying. Female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, no matter how many, no matter how much somebody transitions physically, socially, whatever, they're still going to be biologically a certain sex, right? Yeah. But I think. For me, anyway, mm-hmm. if they make an attempt at yeah. transitioning, then I would respect their person's identity. And, like and you I, have to, but you have to give up. You, you have to give up. I hate the word privilege, but you have to. Like yeah. if you're a, if you're a trans woman, give up your male privilege and present as a woman. Mm. It, like what, what that really means to me is don't don't present as a man. Yeah. And the same way for trans <laughs> men, don't present as a woman because yeah. there's women privilege too, right? Of course, yeah. Don't present as a woman. You know, make an attempt. There's, there was a story, I think it was, I think it was in the United States. Um, somebody wrote an article about like how it was a gay guy. And he was mm-hmm. like, he's like the, the trans, you know, the trans movement, movement is infiltrating gay, uh, gay, night, gay men nightclubs. Not like it's like, like rampant, you know. Sure. But there was a situation he said, who knows if this was true, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Apparently there was um, somebody that looked like me, basically that was claiming to be a gay trans man, but you know, they didn't want to conform to gender stereotypes. I'm, I'm, I'm here in my, I'm actually in my brain sort of like doing the quick math on that, like trying to work. Wait, wait. So like, so I identify as a man, but I'm still attracted to men, but I look yeah. like, but I'm still female. So yeah. I'm a gay trans man. Gotcha. And, and, and like the gay men weren't having it. Like, and it's understandable. Like you're not even making, you don't, you're not even on testosterone. You're not even dressing yeah. differently. Yeah. You know, there's different weight. There's different, like it's okay. For for like I'll speak for lesbians. Mm-hmm. For me, anyway, it's a little bit of everything, right? It's it's physically, it's it's mentally, because women do tend to to think differently than men. I don't know if that's nurture versus nature, but I just know that that's usually a fact. Um, yes, it is a fact. It yeah, we we tend to think differently. We we, Other, we we're emotionally usually that doesn't mean that we're like the opposites, but like no, no. usually there's some differences, right? But it's also physically and sometimes it's culturally. It's like the mm-hmm. way people present mm-hmm. and the way people act. So yeah. if you are if you are in fact a trans guy that hasn't transitioned at all, and not even socially, so like not even dressing differently, you're still dressing typically female. Mm-hmm. Like that's not really a thing, but you know what I mean. It that's is. still that's still part of sexual attraction, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is why like a lot of a lot of straight girls will be into will be into super masculine women. Because they look like men and then they find out they're women and they're like, oh no, I couldn't do it. But like, right, there's, you know, from far away, they might look like men and they're like, oh, so hot. But like, oh, I can't, once they take the clothes off, they have like tits and I'm not going into it as a straight girl. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's different ways of being attracted to people. But if you're not making any attempt at all, how are you going to expect somebody that's homosexual to be into that? Look, this is the thing. It's very entitled. You know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked about the, the pronoun thing already, but even when it comes to the way people treat each other is like, look, the people make it seem really, really complicated, but it's actually pretty simple, which is that 
I mean, I know that you, you use the term, use the term pass, but it's like, look, if you look and act and dress like a woman, mm-hmm. 99% of people are going to refer to you as such and mm-hmm. treat you as such, whatever that means. And, and vice versa, right? If I've, if mm-hmm. I'm here and I've got like my, my big muscles and my, my luscious beard and my deep voice, and I'm here going around talking about I'm a woman. I mean, if someone sees me in the street and is like, oh, like define that person, no one is going to be like, oh yeah, she is, you know, it's going to be like, oh yeah, that big black dude with a beard. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that, that's just the reality. You know, people can have whatever they want in their brain, but it's like, look, the reality is that we all know that men and women exist. You could talk to a two-year-old and they can tell you the difference between a boy and a girl, a man and a woman, even mm-hmm. if they couldn't define it properly, right? They, they just know. Right. And everyone goes around, sees thousands of people a day. That's what we think, right? If someone is like a, a trans woman, but they like legitimately look like a woman and they've sort of been through the process and everything, someone will be like, yeah, that woman over there, like she. Right, you know, that's exactly. just what people will naturally do. Which right. is, again, why I find it so weird with this whole kind of idea that you're supposed to mind read and you're supposed to just sort of, you should have just known. You should have, it's like. It's the most passive, yeah. aggressive, entitled thing I've ever yeah. experienced in the LGBT community, yeah. It's yeah. really bad. Okay, so I have a big question here. Because um, throughout this whole thing, you've been using a term, and I know, of course, you, you regularly use a term, which I don't actually use. So you've been saying LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm interested here. I, I sort of have two questions here. And maybe, this, maybe one or both of these questions might be controversial. But number one, does the T really belong in there? Because the T seems to me be something quite different to the other three, right? One is that mm-hmm. a man who likes men, a woman who likes women, someone who likes both. Mm-hmm. But then the T is not actually, it's, it's a different category, right? It's not based on sexual attraction. So I've always been a little bit curious as to why it's sort of considered in the same category. And then my second question is, is it really a community? Um, mm-hmm. So I don't use terms like the black community, right? If someone's, right, I, right. I, don't, I don't use that term because right. there's over a billion black people in the world. I don't think there's mm-hmm. a black community, just like mm-hmm. I'd never say the white community, right? That would be right. kind of weird. And I certainly wouldn't mm-hmm. expect somebody to speak on behalf of, oh, Zuby, what does the black community think about? I don't freaking know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Ask black Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> Let me go around Africa like, with my microphone and just interview everyone. I, was like, I, don't, I don't know. Um, and so as someone who very much tries to view people as individuals rather than mm-hmm. categories, I'm just curious as to what your thoughts are on those two things. Um, I don't think that there is an LGBT, I think there's an LGBT community, but I think it's insanely divided at the moment. And I think it's a generational gap. From what I understand, anyone that's under the age or like, like I would say 30 and under is very different from 30 and over. Like okay. that's like, kind of the line right now that I'm, that I'm, that I'm seeing. Um, and of course, like it, sometimes it varies. Sometimes there'll be like an 18 year old kid. That's like, no, I'm just a lesbian. Like leave me the hell alone. Um, and sometimes there's like an 80 year old that's like gender fluid or something. I don't okay. know. What, but I think people are also, what, sorry, I don't know. I think that there are people that are, how do I explain this? It's difficult. I think, I think it comes down to like the idea of, uh, really like with it's so difficult oh is it, so it kind of like the like the ideology or perhaps even the yes i would yeah definitely the, ideolo- the ideology is definitely very different um 
but it's, I think it's more of the changing of labels and what they mean. Okay. You know, some people like, like I was on a panel and as much as I, I respect the person that was on the panel with me, um, I don't agree with pretty much anything that they said on this specific topic of like what a lesbian is, but they basically said that being a lesbian is anything you want. And I said, well, in culture, that would be great, right? Because anyone could just walk around and be like, I identify as a box. Like, <laughs> fine, good for you. That's self, that's, that's what actual self ID would be, right? You're yeah. the only person that needs to worry about how you identify, but that's not what that means. Mm. Self ID actually does affect everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really a, a disingenuous term. It's worded poorly. Um, and I think, you know, it's also in regards to like law, like lesbians are a protected class, like we're same sex attracted. Mm-hmm. Um, if you change the meaning of that, like what, what happens like if there was a hate crime and it was, it was a trans woman that, that looks like you and that's a lesbian, all of a sudden it's not a hate crime. But like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like I, I there don't has think, to be a line I drawn. I don't think that hate crimes in protected classes should exist, but that's another conversation. But you know, well, in, in the LGBT world, mm. okay, like there, there are certain instances where that's, that's a real thing, right? Yeah. There, there, there have been people that are, that are like hated on and-, and, and Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I, just, attacked, I just think, right? I think every crime is a hate crime. Like, I just don't think it needs a separate category. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh yeah, yeah. like, well, if you wanted to say that, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like as yeah. far as- yeah, just could be like, okay, I'm gonna hate, I'm killing you just because, because you're gay. Because of, because of that particular characteristic. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Whatever you want to call it, you know. Yeah, th- no, th- I, there I are laws. Yeah, there are laws that that, that protect certain people mm. in that. In what, that what, sense. Sorry, just this is a slight aside. The reason, just to explain my position on that. Yeah, yeah. Is because I think that if you kill somebody, whether you killed them because they're black or Jewish or lesbian or trans or what, it's like you killed somebody. You so killed them. the punishment right. is. Right. So if say if if a hate crime gets a harsher sentence than an equivalent non hate crime, then to me, that just means that the uh, one that wasn't classified as a hate crime wasn't punished harshly enough. See what I mean? They should all have the same thing. It's the same action. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Same 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 action action. has to be the same. Yeah. It has to be the same consequence. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. But just like for the law, yeah, like yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure. stating what, what's currently is. Um, but yeah, I think the ideology with that is, is very divisive. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the other question you asked? One, one of them was um, like, the other question. The community? Yeah. So the first was about the community. One was about the community. The other question was about, Oh, does, does the, the tea belong in it? Yeah. The I tea think it means it's, it seems not just the fact that it seems to be presenting as a wedge right now, but right. from the beginning, I've always been like, isn't that just a different thing? It, it is a different thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the reason, I don't think it's a bad thing that, that, that they're in there, mm-hmm. but I think that it's very different and that might confuse people. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's great when, you know, different communities come together to support each other. But I also mm-hmm. think that people need to understand that we're fighting for different things a lot of the time. Yeah. I think, I think one of the reasons that trans people are included in the LGBT community when they have, when they might not be same sex attracted, they might be, you know, trans women that fully transition and date men. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know, they're, they're, they're complete. They have a vagina. They go and date men. Yeah. Yes. Chromosome Y chromosomes, like they're still X, Y, but yeah, you know, yeah. but still they they have, you know, you're not attracted to chromosomes. You're yeah. not attracted to somebody's chromosomes. You're attracted to their sex characteristics. Right. <laughs> so to me, that would be considered straight. Okay. Um, it's confusing. It's very confusing. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, 
I, I think that they belong. And I think the reason that they were accepted into the movement in the first place, A, because some of them were the ones that started it in the first mm-hmm. place in Stonewall, but also because I think that in the beginning, people might not have known what dysphoria was and they just thought of it as cross-dressing. Mm-hmm. And since lesbians and gay men tend to break, quote, binaries in that sense already, they were more accepted in that sense. I so I think they were just kind of like, oh, you're kind of similar to us. Come over. Mm. That's when they're, and they're actually not, but I think, I think at the time they might've thought that. Okay. So that's my, that's my guess. I, I, I wasn't alive back then. So I don't yeah. know in the sixties, in the seventies, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I have a, I have a, a question here. Um, I, I have a, so I have a theory because you've been talking about the woke left kind of going crazy. Okay. And mm. I have, I have a theory on this of why this may be. And it's not a theory that I've heard many people bring up and I, I'm curious to know your take on it. This is my belief. In my understanding, I mean, what what you just said with some of the um, the employment laws in some places, maybe this this might be different here. But it seems to me that from a legal perspective, from a rights perspective, from a true hundred percent, you can't really argue equality perspective, that at least in the modern Western world, it seems like the legalization of gay marriage was the last genuine sort of rights battle for um, LGBT people or the gay, gay people or whatever you want to say. And it, mm-hmm. I noticed that after that, that is when this real craziness accelerated. It seems like, okay, all, all the, if you go back all these previous decades, it's the same thing with... Um, it's the same thing with some of like the, you know, movements, whether it's based around race or based around like racial, women, seg- racial segregation, women, and women's and rights or what it's like all if right. you go back decades ago, there was always something clear to fight for. Mm-hmm. So even if you just go back 15 years ago, it was like, look, we're fighting for the legalization of gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like, okay, like all of these things have been done. Like you've, you've, you've ticked all these boxes. And now in 2020, people are, or, you know, if you go back, they're to, figuring out something else to fight for. You yeah. Think? Well, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it seems like around 2015 is when stuff just started really going weird and going sideways. 2015, that's what I say. I say yeah. 2014, 2015. Yeah. And I, and I think it's because you have all these activist-minded people and they want to mm-hmm. fight for something. They want to be part of some movement. But all those movements have already moved. It's, it's happened. It's been done. Mm-hmm. It's been achieved. So they're just coming up with new, they're coming up with yeah, new ways. No, I, I agree I see, with you. I see the same thing when I, when I see these women's marches and it's like, we're fighting for women's rights. And I'm like, which one? What rights don't you have? Yeah. Right? If like I see someone in the street like saying that they're fighting for fighting for black equality, I'll be like, bro, like what what do you mean? Like what what specifically? You know, what specifically do you want? When you say equality, what what do you mean? Um, right. So I guess what are your thoughts on that? And then also, I mean, I may have a blind spot here, but is there something that I'm missing? What do you think that society still needs to do or sort of should do in that regard. I I agree with you. I think that, you know, I think that most of the rights, in my opinion, most of the rights that we have now, like are are, are what needed to happen. And I think that all these Mm. organizations, I think like the HRC and stuff like that, um, you know, they they don't know where to go from here. Um, I I think trans, I think trans rights do have a way to go. Okay. In what sense? Because, uh, just, just like legalizing um, uh, hormones and stuff like that and, and allowing people to change their gender if they have physically transitioned and stuff like that. There, there's a few things, um, getting them the, the, ne- the medical necessary treatment if it is deemed um, 
um, a, a medical condition by a physician, stuff like that. You know, it, some of these things do have a way to go still and mm -hmm. it takes time. But I think because the words transgender and, and queer and whatever and gender have been watered down, it's becoming impossible to, to set boundaries and, and, and on definitions and people like for people to know what they're fighting for even. And, yeah. and there's, there's, it becomes an infight. It, it becomes a, 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 in, you know, it becomes infighting, you know, one side of the community versus the other, you know, mm. when I say community, it's like lightly, you know, just anyone that identifies as LGBT. Yeah. Um, Oh, that is LGBT. I hate the word identifies, but I, I say it, I say it for context, but it's like, no, I don't identify as lesbian. Like I'm a woman that likes you, women. You like, I just yeah, am yeah. a lesbian. You just are. You can identify as like an artist. Like, I guess, I, I don't know what you can identify as. Or like emo. Okay. I identify as emo like, <laughs> or something, you know, that's yeah, like, yeah. A, that's like an identifier for me. But, um, I, I don't know. I don't know where we need to go. I think, I think we, I think you've said it best. I think we've gotten so far ahead that we've like reversed ourselves. Yeah, that's exactly. Because we don't know where else to go. Yeah, that, that, that's literally what I feel. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I'm not in any way, shape or form part of the inverted commas community, but right. a lot of these trans activists in particular, they seem to be doing a disservice as far as I'm concerned. And you know, I'm, I don't know if I'm in a, I, I'm not someone who feels like I need to be in a position to speak on something, but like, that's my, observation when they're pushing to transition little children and put them on hormones when they're pushing mm -hmm. to allow biological men in women's sports and women's prisons and I, i'm like look no. i don't i don't <laughs> think from the trans people i have actually met or who follow me um they most of them agree with us yes they agree with me right i, I didn't when I, my deadlift tweet was going viral everyone who was offended like none of them were actually trans it was none of them no <laughs> No, I had actual trans followers who were like, yo, that is so funny, you know, um, because they know. Yeah. Yeah. And, they're and the rational people. Like there are like most of my, my haters aren't trans. They're young kids who don't know what the hell they're doing with their lives, which is fine. Yeah. Cause who the hell knew when I was like, I didn't know when I was 15, what I want to do in my life, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't hate on other people or like try to be like super woke person to make myself feel more validated in the world. Mm. I went out there and actually did stuff. Yeah. Actively did stuff to, to help change, you know, the world. Yeah. I did community service. I joined, you know, softball teams and, and, and became a part of something mm. instead mm. of just yelling at everybody for doing it wrong. Yeah. I just think, you think it's because I think like, let's be honest, most people do not know anybody who's actually trans. Right. So when people are seeing or hearing about it, it always seems to be, something to do with the sports thing or like all the, mm -hmm. all the, or the language policing and all this stuff. And I think it does a disservice to a lot of people who probably, I imagine, just kind of want to get on live with their life and not mm -hmm. be worried about getting beaten up as they walk down the street or, you know, not yep. be harassed or whatever. And mm -hmm. I, that's the weird thing. I'm just like, aren't you doing the people you claim you're standing up for? In my view, it seems like you're doing them a disservice because now so 100%. are just like, oh my gosh, these trans people are crazy because that's what. Yeah. Oh, it's 100%. See, yeah. Yeah, that's that's why my friend, one of my friends, Buck Angel, who's a transsexual, he calls himself a transsexual. Mm -hmm. He's like, I refuse to tell to tell anybody that I'm trans or transgender. Yeah, I, I he's like, I, I do that. not. Yeah, he yeah he's awesome. He's like, I do not use those words anymore. And I was like, I was like, girl, like. I get, I get, and I mean that, like, not like yeah, that yeah, yeah. girl, but like, girl, like, you know, in the gay community, it's like, a, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, I'm showing you love, but the same thing is like black people or, or like people from Brooklyn, they'd be like, yo fam, yeah, yeah. you know, the same thing, girl. But, um, 
I get it. I was like, I, I told him, I was like, I understand why you are separating yourself from that word or from those two words, because most people that identify as trans are these like the crazy irrational, you know, the, it's like a mob. And he's yeah. like, listen, I transitioned. He's like, I physically transitioned to the best of my ability and am seen in the world as a man. Like if you look at him, you would never think he was born female. No, no, female. no, not at all. There's yeah. no way. And no. It, that doesn't mean that people that don't pass as well aren't also valid. Like they're, mm -hmm. they're doing their best and they still have that mental mm -hmm. component to them that makes them different. Mm -hmm. But like, again, make some effort. Yeah. Make an effort. And yeah. don't, and don't, and don't just like th wear some pink hair. <laughs> and it's, it's funny that I say that because if you go on TikTok, literally every kid that identifies as like non-binary oh doesn't have any dysphoria yeah. from what I can tell. And they just change the way that they, you know, they change their hair. Like they're the new emo mm -hmm. and, and that it's, it's okay to be emo, but don't try to take, don't try to ruin LGBT pro pro actual progression mm -hmm. because you want to be cool. Yeah. Agreed. I, I think the, the that's, big that's problem, the big divide in the community. Yeah, the big problem. I'll tell you what, this split, you know, people keep talking left, right, liberal, conservative. I think the split is a lot more, you know, laissez faire, sort of like, you know, do what you want, just don't infringe mm -hmm. on other people. And then Correct. the more sort of authoritarian minded people who want to control others and police their spot, their speech and their language mm -hmm. and anything they say that steps out of line or with what you want you know it's almost like blasphemy laws mm -hmm. right you know i'm a christian myself oh, 100%. be like me you know anytime someone says you know uses the lord's name in vain like i just pop up out of there and i'm like hey you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you can't do that i send my send my you know report them on twitter or you know hey you use profanity right. there i'm gonna jump and it's just like yo that's there's a lot of us in the world and we need to find a way to get on with each other so can we just you know we, we we've made some really good headway so can we just sort of chill a bit and mm -hmm. not undo all of this stuff? All, that's all, the, all the stuff that's been done. Yeah. yeah. So this is a conversation we could have for a while and I definitely want to have you, have you on here again, but um, no, I've, for sure. I've already overrun my usual time. I actually wanted to find out a little bit more about your own sort of like personal life and journey and story and everything like that. But I know we, we sort of jump like right in there. So it feels sort of, we, we jump right into the deep, we do it the right deep at stuff. the end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. But um, why don't you let the listeners know where they can, where they can find you online? Um, yeah. Just, just search, search my name, Ariel, A-R-I-E-L-L-E. -E, and my last name is Scarcella, S-C-A-R-C-E-L-L-A. -L -L -A. And awesome. it, like, all the, yeah, it'll come up. That's cool. And uh, before we go, is there anything, um, you wanted to let people know or anything you want to drop in there that you may not have had a chance to? I don't uh, The only thing I could say is like, there's a lot of projects up that are coming up that I'm working with more seemingly conservative people to show that it begins. they're not the, it's true. Well, to show that I've, <laughs> I've already done this, but I haven't publicly stated it. Like I've worked with yeah, Blair yeah, White yeah, and, I know. Now, <laughs> I, I, and I love her, but you know, but now I'm actually like, being like, okay, this is why I'm actually reaching out to this person because they're conservative. Mm. Not because, not just like, it's not an afterthought. It's like specifically for that reason. Okay. Because I think they get a lot more hate than, than is, than is necessary. And the same goes for somebody like me, obviously. I don't, I don't think I deserve all the hate I get. Um, I don't think anyone deserves hate. I think we just all need to, to try to be a little bit nicer to each other and, yeah. and listen. Yeah. I think, I think you and I have probably listened to these people for years and we're, we're fed up. And now it's time for me to listen to the other side and, and I'm listening, you know, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to listen and, and 
from what I've seen, I haven't really seen any, I'm telling you the truth. If you go on my Twitter and you go all the people that that identify as conservatives, they're like, we don't care that you're gay. Just leave us the hell alone. (laughs) Don't try (laughs) to change my, the way I speak about, it's true. It's like, don't try to change the way I talk about things. Don't take away my rights. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not trying to take away your rights. I don't want to do it, you know? And I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Like gays getting married or, or having jobs doesn't take away anybody else's rights, but no. And I, and I think like, again, like, you know, I, I think it took a while for people to, to, to come around to that, like, like everything right. does. Right. Um, but the fact is that they generally have. So I think they have, I yeah. think people From need to I've stop seen. sort of beating people over the head with something that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe was a, t- was assigned to that label sort of maybe even, t- maybe even 10 years ago or 20 years ago or whatever. I mean, I know a lot, a lot of conservatives just don't even think that the government should be involved in in marriage and weddings because a lot of the concern around it, especially from religious people is, you know, the idea that a church, a synagogue, a mosque shouldn't mm-hmm. be forced to conduct a service that they I agree with that. don't, don't agree with that. That was actually like a big part of the thing. It wasn't like, again, it wasn't based in hatred or right. like wanting stuff to be super unfair. It was just like, mm-hmm. well, if you give the government control of this thing, they can now force institutions that, you know, religious institutions that may not agree with this to right. do it. Funnily enough, if you use the example of a mosque, people get it better because for whatever reason, Islam is sort of this protected class in the West. So if you're like, okay, you, you shouldn't force a mosque to do it. People are like, okay, fair enough. If you say a church, they tend to be like, oh, well, churches should just do oh. it anyway. And I'm like, well. Oppression points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Ariel, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been uh, really good getting to know you. Thank you. I'll see you on Twitter. Likewise. Thank you, babe. Bye. Bye-bye. I am the man, sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Do for the fam, not for the grand, stunt me a destined for pain. I do not front, I do not scam, put some respect on my name. Sick like a bang, click and I bang, y'all gon' remember the name. Y'all gon' remember the name. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.